and welcome to another monthly recap episode of Pure Dead Gaming Afterlife. Craig here, bumbling through hosting duties once again in a fruitless attempt to become a real boy. As always on Afterlife is Donnie, and this month we're joined by easily the most talented and best-looking member of Grumpy Gamers, insert name here. Oh, actually, Ben. Yeah, lovely, lovely, yeah. yeah I mean, uh... that bit. <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't debate anything you said there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was it was written for you. It was written for you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I got that. I got that distinct impression. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ben, for those that don't know you, give us a little bit of background on yourself and Grumpy Gamers. Uh, yeah, I'm Ben for the Grumpy Gamers podcast, uh, which we do weekly um, across kind of that saturated market of gaming podcasts. We're <laughs> probably. Um, pretty average amongst those uh but uh <laughs> i haven't know. listened to the rest of them i haven't listened to the rest of them but on the balance of probabilities we're probably okay um but we uh we we argue about games and we argue about news just like everyone else does on twitter but we gave ourselves a lovely platform to make our opinions much louder so well, there you uh, go that instantly yeah. makes your opinion more important of uh, uh yeah it's valid completely valid straight away <laughs> <laughs> how are you donny Good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, uh, I, I finished for a couple of days off tonight, um, so I'm looking forward to. I'm going to say a couple of days rest, but it's not my mum's home visiting. I've got my kids, so it's not going to be rest. That's for sure. But a little break from work's never a bad thing. At least you don't have to pretend the next few days. Ah, uh, there. I you know. I was waiting for the punchline there, Craig. Thank you. <laughs> the last shift in your life. <laughs> Yourself, mate. How are you? I good. Actually busy. Actually busy. You know, just uh, just trying to truck through life. Uh, mm-hmm. at, a de- at a decent pace but uh, aye, not too bad not too bad, can't complain good. good, good so yep, as we did last month we are going to run through our top 5 sort of discussion points from the month that has just passed that being July of 2022 and as I was going to say as always, that is only the second month but as will be always we want to start with the guests so Ben, what would you classify as your number 5? Oh, number five. I think um, last week we had a pretty big one, didn't we? Because we had the Last of Us remake leaks. Yeah, mm. um, more leaks. Yeah, that uh, t- screenshots, gameplay, and you know what ensued after that, and them having to basically try and get ahead of the game because mm-hmm. the gameplay leaks just didn't seem um, that impressive, did they? Very much, very much like the original game. So they had to get ahead of it, and they didn't really get ahead of it. So. Um, yeah, it's not it's not looking fantastic for the Last of Us. I want to see how it how it kind of pans out, but um, the, the gra- graphically it does look like quite an improvement. But mm-hmm. the gameplay they talk about AI, which was which was good, um, accessibility kind of things that they've added also excellent. But um, for the people that have played the Last of Us or you know know that it's readily available on uh, the PS Plus, kind of the original seventy pound just to have pretty much a graphical upgrade oh he, that's he, what... he went there with the price already <laughs> yeah, two, two minutes in <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's what everyone's talking you know i, I yeah. just it, it's a, it's a hard sell now like even me i'm a guy that likes to buy everything because i have serious fear of miss of missing out my fomo yeah I, and now i'm going do i mean i will obviously but yeah. do i so yeah, yeah. I, I obviously I, I saw the leaks and, and to be fair I, I'm not looking I, I hate all the leaks that's going on anyway but I, I purposely didn't watch them or look at them I thought I'm not going to fucking bother I'm not giving these guys my time to be honest with you but I did watch the 
I don't know if you call it a follow-up video from Naughty Dog, where, like you said, they're, they're kind of getting ahead of this. And I, what I saw, I did actually just, I thought, I'm going to watch it. And what I saw did impress me. I thought, I, I felt that it put a lot of the negativity away, to be honest with you. Um, I'm still unsure when I'm going to buy it because I've got so much on my plate. But either way, I, I did think the video was good and it did show, actually, do you know what? They have put a lot of fucking love into this and it's not just a remaster. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, my impression after it was thinking, well, what was I actually expecting? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I'd never asked myself that question before. And then I got led by, you know, the outrage that kind of happened. It was like, oh yeah, no, it's not Last of Us 2 Combat, which we kind of expected. But did we really expect that? Did they actually say that? Like what, what, was, what was actually implied? I mean, it's all built up in people's heads. And the, the, the issue that I really have with this is that it headlined Summer Games Fest as like mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. big announcement. If it wasn't a headliner there, if it was a side announcement, I think you could get away with it being this kind of almost remaster of a remaster, whatever you want to call it. But because of that, it, it kind of it kind of jumped into something bigger. And now there's the, the rebuttal, obviously. Yeah. yeah, I think in terms of, like you said, the, graphically, it looks, it does look impressive. Like, I've made plenty of jokes on both sides, just depending who I want to wind up at the time. But uh, yeah, I mean, they put up side by sides and you can see that buildings have been pretty much redone. Like they look like completely upgraded. So certainly from a graphical aspect, I think it's going to look a lot better. Like you said, like how it actually plays. I think we'll know more once we get our hands on it and actually play it. But yeah, um, I've been I've been down on this since the start. I mean, my... My issue isn't necessarily with the the price tag. It's just the fact that I feel like it's been a waste of Naughty Dog's time. Like mm-hmm. Na- Naughty Dog mm-hmm. are my favourite studio, and I want to see new stuff from them. Yeah. And The Last of Us on PS3, let alone PS4, in my mind is still a masterpiece. And yes, this will be a better version, but I don't fucking need it. I just want you to get a hurry up, get a, let a move on with other stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. like factions and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So what I mean, else they're working on yeah. Like I, I, I can't believe I'm saying it, and I've, I've said it before, but I'm, I'm not buying this. Like I'm not picking up. I'm not requesting a code. Like I'll play it. I'm sure at some point when it comes to the service, but I just, I don't know. I just, I get zero hype for it. And I think The Last of Us is probably my favorite game of all time. Yeah, but I just don't see the need for this at all. Um, and yeah, like I don't know. There's, there's obviously been things on both sides of the debate. Like I heard people saying. Uh, all like the combat looks exactly the same, so they haven't put The Last of Us 2 combat in, but then other people were saying, well, I mean, uh, Joel and Ellie are two different people, so why would you expect uh, to be able to go prone? And, and But I'm like, right, what, so an adult can't go prone? Like People were sort of saying, like, well, <laughs> of course Joel wasn't going to be able to go prone, he's a grown man. Like I would expect him to do that more so than Ellie. Like I, I don't see how that's an excuse. But I, I, like you say, we'll need to see at the time when it's released, my, my one thing would be that if we hadn't had a leak, I don't think we would have seen a stitch of gameplay before release, and I find that really bizarre, even if it is a remake. Mm. I, that, that video came out pretty quickly, and I'm not saying they couldn't have done that, but I, I'm i not sure if that's the case. It seems like a response. It does seem like a response. Though. It, does, it didn't, it didn't seem like it was a video. I mean, maybe it was a video that was going to come out at some point. I think so, yeah, it wasn't I think a video so. that was going to come out at that point. No, like, yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, I'd go with that yeah. as well. Yeah, I, th- I think that would have come out because it's... I know they can put things together very quickly, but it was yeah. very nicely put together. It does. It, that wasn't done overnight. Because obviously that yeah. video came out a couple of days after the leak. So that wasn't done off the cuff. 
But I think you're right, Craig. I think it was going to come at some point between now and the 5th of September. But it wasn't going to happen last week. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, as I mean, they were running out of time. We were talking, what, five weeks till Five, lunch. six weeks, something like that, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, definitely one of the biggest talking points, I would say. Aye. So what's your number five, Donny? Number five for me is Ubisoft. Uh, not a good month for them, to be honest with you. It no. just seemed to be one thing after another, which started off with cancelling games that are in the pipeline. So Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell VR, a couple of unannounced games getting cancelled. Um, the next Assassin's Creed game, cancelled. Oh, sorry, delayed, not cancelled. Avatar delayed till possibly 2024. Um, they shut down multiplayers on 15 older games, including a raft of Assassin's Creed games. And then, of course, we got Skull and Bones preview. And um, mm. to think that this game is launching two days before Ragnarok and its full retail price, I'm just thinking, what the fuck are they doing over there? Not a good month. It does seem like a Ubisoft are making some strange decisions at the yeah. moment. I mean, not, maybe not necessarily decisions. Like, obviously, their hands forced with some of this stuff, but I, it's... Quite, I mean, yeah, it's not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the skull and bones thing was the kind of, you know, that that kind <laughs> of know. encapsulated everything going on, didn't it? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it was everything kind of people thought, but it kind of looked a bit boring. It was like taking some aspects of like Black Flag and then going, well, all the good stuff that people also like to do well we're just going to ignore that it just didn't seem very fun and and to couple that like they even made the nod with the kraken at the end of that and so you're nodding to a another game which is free to play mm-hmm. and then you're saying we're going to charge 70 it just, quid it just yep. doesn't work i just yeah, yeah. It's going, to, it's going to absolutely die. I mean, it's going to die in its arse, yeah. 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 See, see, the worst thing is, is that see when the video started and it showed you your character in the hub area, I thought, this looks quite good. The Same. hubs were vibrant, they, were, they looked really authentic, and mm. it was showing you kind of things you could buy and craft, and I thought, this actually, I'm... and then, then it showed you the ships, and then it was just mm. like, this is shit. <laughs> this this yeah. is just, this is everything, all the negatives that people said this game would be, then came to fruition. And of course, then when they then threw up the date, everyone kind of pissed themselves. And then when, they, when you saw that the, the, the pre-orders were seventy quid, you're just like, "Wow, yeah. they are tone deaf at the moment." Yeah, yeah, I get that. And even the animation—it looked like there's just an animation to board the other ships and stuff. It's yes, like, like, so it looked like, "Oh, there could be something cool coming." Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, we were, we were all watching the that sort of uh, showcase live and discussing it on uh, Discord at the time. And like the, very early on, we were sort of like, oh, wait a minute, maybe you're not just a ship. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. And like, no, no, you yeah. fucking are. You're <laughs> yeah, two minutes later, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, they've tried to hide it. But, I mean, they had so long to go back to the drawing board with that. Like, all you needed to do was just make Assassin's Creed Black Flag without the temper and assassin stuff yeah. and just go full pirate. That's yep. all you had to do. I know. I, an open world, third person pirate game sounds fucking brilliant. Sounds that's amazing. All yeah. they, that's all they had to do. Have all, yeah. you know, like have your little pirate island, your hub areas, and you can improve it and you can build on it. Do all that, you know? But no. And, and, yeah. and the thing is as well, like, I mean, we'll kind of jump about a bit here. Like, I, I, Skull and Bones is my number five as well. So okay. I can carry on from that. But like, I just... It's obviously to me, it's Ubisoft's attempt at attempt at Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. and Sea of Thieves had a really rocky start. Yeah, and yeah, it did. It, yeah. It's ended up being massive a decent now, game, yeah. but it's it's massive now because of Game Pass. 
Yes. Because there wasn't that barrier to entry. Absolutely. And that made people check it out. So yeah, to yeah. actually come out and say, we're going to charge £70 for this, like, you're having an absolute laugh. I mean, the only way they could possibly save this is if it ends up being day one on the PlayStation service. And then you've got that sort of pirate MMO style on each console. Maybe people would check it out, but... Even still, it doesn't look like it's got the charm of Sea of Thieves. That, you take the words out of my mouth. It just looks like <laughs> Sea of Thieves without the charm. Yeah. yeah. Like that, it's, it's unfortunate, and it just seems that they've they've misread what's going on there. Yeah, please um, read the room, yeah. 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 I, thought, I honestly thought, that you know what, when it was going through the video, I thought, this will be, it'll come up and say, free to play, and it's going to be filled with microtransactions, which is fine. If you choose to pay those, that's your choice. But I just assume this is going to be a free to play. It'll have season passes and stuff. No. Yep, yep. That I would save the game. That I think, and I think eventually that's that's gonna have to happen. Surely they will. can't just they can't take this long to develop a game and then it just die and leave it. Like they they got to be expecting that there's a path here. It'll, it'll bomb and then they'll have to go free to play. Yeah. Or I mean, this this by by New Year this will be thirty five percent off. I mean, you look at the quarry. The quarry's yeah. thirty five percent off already online. Mm. This is going to be exactly the same. Well, the, I, I, the quarry started out with a I mean, ridiculous price tag on... 70 yeah. quid as well, yeah. 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 It's, it, it's stupid, to, given that their previous games, uh, like House of Ashes and stuff, were coming out like 25 quid. You know, mm. th- this is no different, really. Um, it's just the Until Dawn kind of connection or, you know, spiritual success and stuff. So I think people are... I think too many companies are attaching themselves to these kind of price tags when, yes, the PlayStation brand for their their own ips can command that some games can command that but a lot of them can't especially if you're taking a new chance for new ip multiplayer games you've got to there's there's a different route they need to explore the price range way more Hmm. yeah and also just on on ubisoft as well donnie like you were saying like that avatar game i mean to me the downside (laughs) to that is that they haven't delayed it long enough because who the (laughs) fuck cares about that i've honestly (laughs) I still, I've still not met a person. There must be someone out there, but I've not met a single person that's like, I can't wait for that avatar. I, know. I thought yeah. it was a joke. I thought it was a joke when it got yeah. announced. I was like, fucking sorry, unreal. are we fucking 10 years ago? What, yeah, what's, what's I, know. Oh I know. And fucking the thing is, and gully, you know. The thing is as well, they're saying, oh, but it's a real blow because it's not going to launch alongside the film. They've got a film coming out every year for the next five fucking years. They can no bring it out any it. year. At any point, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. It's meant to be first person, apparently. Like, is least, it? Apparently, like at oh, least surely it would what? be like some sort of like action adventure. Just, oh, nah. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that was that was a leak that said that, so maybe that was wrong. I would hope it is, um, because surely the the explanation part would be where the possible fun would come in. I know, fuck's sake. This leak though, like saying oh, it's been to de- it's like well, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it anytime no. soon. <laughs> like, no, it, was, it was nailed on. I I kind of think that they just wanted to just kind of bringing it. Oh no, that is still coming. Don't forget. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it, it was just a reason. Oh, we've delayed it. Did you have you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, real. Have we not only ever seen a logo? I think that's all we've seen. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I can't remember I'm seeing sure. anything more. Yeah. Jeez. And then mm-hmm. uh, the, just the last thing, that Splinter Cell VR game. Like, I'm a huge Splinter Cell fan, mm-hmm. but even I wasn't upset when that got no. like cancelled because I'm just, I just don't know necessarily how a proper Splinter Cell VR game would work. Like, what am I gonna? How am I gonna hang from a pipe? upside down to try and kill somebody in my living room you know what i mean you're, you're right it just won't feel right <laughs> you ain't flexible craig to be honest with you mate so it's got a fucking hospital written all over it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but yeah my number five was also skull and bones so yeah. fuck that game yeah um 
and we'll see how it does. Mm-hmm. Prediction, not well. Not well. Uh, so yeah, let's jump on to Ben, your number four. Uh, my number four is the absolute hero um, at the Nintendo Investor Q&A that um, <laughs> got up and asked a question about F-Zero. Um, yeah. So this actually happened at the, I think it was like the end of last month, but kind of the story broke at the start of this month. Oh, so. that's a stretch, that's a Craig stretch, yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, I kind of nipped it in there. But, <laughs> but yeah, so this Nintendo fan bought £30,000 worth of Nintendo stock. So he could ask this question, but he wasn't even guaranteed of asking a question because you need to buy a hundred shares and then you might get to ask a question. Um, and they, they responded with some nondescript kind of non, like response, mm-hmm. not, not really giving any real answers to anything as you'd expect, but he had his moment and, uh, he said what, what, what I'd love to have been said, where, where's F zero. And, uh, yeah, it was just it was nice to see that fans are doing that, and I also like the response of "Oh no, this guy wasted thirty. No, he didn't. No, waste he didn't. He's invested. Nintendo, Nintendo yeah. stock. He's only, only got goes away. Up. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a the, smart investment. Yeah, the minute the Switch Two comes out, that guy's made thirty percent. Oh you know? yeah, Christ! Yeah. Like this yeah. is the time. This yeah, is the yeah. time. Nintendo's only going one way at the yeah. moment. Yeah, and um, it, so. someone said recently, he said, "Who the fuck was it now?" I was listening to something that said, "I'm investing in anything involving gaming at the moment is is just and like anything involving like old games." old car anything anything collectible fucking buy it now it's insane yeah yeah, yeah. So i mean oh some of the retro stuff is frightening ridiculous yeah. it's getting absolutely ridiculous like you start trying to do a collection for one of these older consoles and by the time you're getting midway it's just everything's double triple quadruple yeah it's crazy cost. yeah mental yeah i'm tr- i try to kind of stay away from it a bit because Every time I look at the prices of this stuff, I don't think about buying it just now, but I think back to the fact that I used to have a lot oh, of it. Don't go and it, there. Just, oh, man. it just makes you feel sick because you're oh. like, oh my God, I think I flung that in a bin. It's not all, ago. Oh, I gave that to Game Station for three quid fucking credit. Oh, oh. That's the thing that turns your stomach, isn't it? I know, I know yeah. it does. Yeah, I, I gave my gave my brother my old GameCube and collection. I, I tapped him up a few years ago. I went, oh, have you got that? Can I have it back? And he went, oh, I'll chuck that away. Yeah. Uh, oh, apparently at the moment, Game GameCube is the is the most valuable stuff at the moment. So yeah, everyone yeah. listening has got a GameCube and got games lying around. You've got a nice little uh, nest egg starting yeah, there because so the stuff's so rare. I started a little GameCube collection um, and then realised that I can't afford to start a GameCube collection. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just yeah. got some random GameCube games yeah. in a GameCube now. Yeah. Fucking energy bills going up seventy eight percent. I'm buying fuck all for the next two years. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Jesus. I'm the same. I've got a GameCube and then a couple of games, but that's that's about it. Uh, I but no, like you say, I, I love that story. Just a guy, been, I mean, obviously, like people sort of acted like he was investing, and then as if they just let his money in fire after the question was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Obviously, he's, he's still he could cash out for more than thirty grand at any point. He's probably but I just, in profit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I just I love that dedication. Just so that you mm-hmm. can ask a question, like you just want to, I don't know, like fucking invest in Bethesda. Just be like you're a dick. That's what I wanted to say. I just, wanted, I just wanted my moment. You're a fucking dick. And I just wanted to tell you that. Best 30 grand ever. <laughs> okay, Donnie, your number four. Um, my number four is a little cat simulator that released this month called Stray. And if you haven't played it yet, please fucking do so. Because it's That's so... Me. I've not played it yet. You're an arse. I know Jess has played it, you know, but you you need to go and play it. Honestly, it's so fun. It's so charming. It's just so interesting as well. And do you know what? It's tons of fucking fun as well. Apart from one trophy, 
And if you've played the game, you've got the platinum or you're close to it, you'll know the trophy. I mean, that shit's not fun. Um, but it's doing so well. You know, it's the best user-rated game of 2022 so far. It's Anna Perner's record um, on Steam. I think it's got 60,000 concurrent players at one point. Uh, and of course, for us, it's got PS Premium. You got it included for the month as well. So yeah, just all positives out of that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I bloody love that game. I thought it was. I thought it was brilliant. I I didn't expect to love it as much. I mean, I'm an, I'm an animal lover, but I'm not a cat lover at all. Uh, but the <laughs> the way that it just, I I thought the world building was what got it for me. I yes. thought the setting was superb. Like I genuinely wanted to go back in. I played for a couple of hours to start with, and I couldn't play for a day or two. I was like, damn it, this is. And I, I really want to play it. So, and they they did the cat thing so bloody. Well I know. Well. Do you know? I I I read recently on Twitter someone was slagging off, the, or, or I think it was an article saying the platform and shit. Like, what fucking game are you playing? I know. What are I you know. talking about? I I read. You know, people complaining about. Oh well, you just walk up something, you press X, and he goes. Like, and you know that that, work, that works. Yeah, like, I don't. That's the point. Actually, yeah. that's the way that I would want that. Yes, because this was seamless. The transitions were seamless. It was. It felt good. Like a cat doesn't miss. Like it's apart from the start of the game. Um, but 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 yeah, it's. Uh, I thought they handled it superbly. Same. Good story. Um, yeah, and and for for a five hour odd game. If you're just playing one playthrough or whatever, I thought it was absolutely superb. The fact that it's on PS Plus is amazing because if if I was gonna if somebody said, "Oh, is twenty five quid for this game worth it?" I I don't like suggest. I find it very hard to recommend paying that type of money for something for five hours. Mm-hmm. But the PS Plus stuff, you know, it's yeah. just bloody superb. Yeah, it's, it's no brainer. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to shoehorn it into my top five this year, but I'm, it's tough. Because it's been a good year with more to come, so um, yeah, yeah, same, same. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not through any disinterest that I haven't played it. Just like I say, when I came home in the, the day of release, like Jess was playing it, so I just sort of moved on to other things. But I'll, I'll be getting to it in the next couple of weeks. Like I've been looking forward to it. I'm a cat lover, and yeah, I just I don't know. I've you don't often see cats in games, but any anytime I remember seeing them, even just as like sort of background fodder, you always sort of look and go. That fucking cat's moving weird. Why is that cat moving like that? Yeah. Whereas this, they've actually nailed it. And like you say, oh, like, it's a perfect cat. It's a perfect cat. Yeah, and like like you say with the the movement, like I watched Jess play it a bit, and um, I was asking her just some questions, obviously for the podcast, like about the movement and stuff. And I think they definitely made the right decision because, like you say, cats they're they're quite elegant in the way they move around. Like you look outside yeah. and there's a cat just like they'll just like walk along fences, no bother. Like they're like tightrope experts. They yeah, don't, yeah. Like you say, they don't miss. And if it was left up to gaming error, you'd be trying to make this jump for the 17th time and going, oh, Absolutely, fuck yeah. this. Yeah, so yeah. no, I think that was definitely the way to go with it. I also think the, the game didn't outstay its welcome. That was also a key part of it because the, the whole being a cat thing for some people will wear off quite yeah. quickly could work and i heard some people say like yeah okay cool game but two hours i was kind of done that, that's fine that's fine but to be like five hours long usually I, i'd say that most people will just do that and go yeah that was lovely if they mm-hmm. made that a 10 50 i can understand where it could go off the rails but, yeah. but you know i i want a straight two now Mm. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. yeah yeah I, I, I was the same as you like i was hoping before release i was talking i said i hope it's five hours max like because i i do worry like there's a there's quite a few indie games that like i have really liked but then they sort of towards the end you're just like i just want this done now and it does end up like two three months later when you look back at it sort of 
tainting your experience a little bit. Like, I would rather be left wanting a little bit more than going, Christ, that was a slog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. I was like, that was like yeah. me with fucking Elden Ring, you know, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Last 15 hours, come on. <laughs> <laughs> are we not done yet? <laughs> still, I'm still at the first enemy. Ah, I fucking know you are. <laughs> I, I, think I, I think I've done my third playthrough. Wow. Oh, really? Wow. Well done. Yeah, I'm all nice. in. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, Craig, your top four. My number four is the latest DLC. I say DLC, but it was actually free uh, for Hitman 3. They just released a new map called Ambrose Island. And I'm a huge, huge stealth fan, an even bigger Hitman fan. And I just love how IO Interactive always gives so much content for their games. Like, I mean, this game came out in January 2021. And we've still got a whole, they've got a whole year planned of content, new modes coming, uh, new maps. Like, and it's just, I mean, I've only had the chance to maybe play like 45 minutes of it, but it's every bit. I mean, it's maybe slightly smaller in actual size, but there's just, there's so much to do in it again. There's so many different ways to take the enemies out. Like, it's, mm. it's so well done. Like, the Hitman levels are always like a puzzle, and you go in and you look at the different ways to, to do it, and it's just, it's so clever. And it's not the kind of thing that you can just shit a level out. Like, there has to be so many, it's so intricate for it all to work. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's really impressive. The graphics as well, they're amazing. Like, apparently, on, I think, even on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, it doesn't have ray tracing, but you would swear it does because, like, the reflections on puddles and stuff are the fucking amazing. Like, it, it looks really good. Um, and, yeah, just everything about it, I just... The only downside, they've not done any DLC trophies for it, which... Ah, uh, I'm not happy about that. But not happy. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I've got a feeling they've maybe hit the limit because when Hitman 3 came out, they added DLC trophies for the previous two games. And so ah. the game's got so many already. Like it's got like, whether it's trophies or achievements, it's got like 138 of them already. And I've got a feeling, there, I, I never got a chance to look this up, but there might be a limit. Um, so that would be the only thing I would say. But other than that, like it's just, it's brilliant. And it just, every time coming back into this world, it's just, it makes me remember they're doing Bond next. And I fucking can't wait. Mm, yeah, good. No, I mean, to be fair, obviously, I remember you being all in on Hitman 3 when it came out. And I've tried to get into Hitman two or three times. Mm. And uh, it's funny because I love stealth games. But the problem is, is that I like having my hand held. I like being told, go here, mm. kill him, go to B, pick that thing up, go to C, kill that person, come home. That I, I like that. I like... Just having my hand held, tell me where to go, where to, you know, and, and, and basically what to think, really. Mm. What I don't like with Hitman is going in with a blank comes and going, like, what the fuck do I do? I just find it quite tiresome. But it's annoying because what I did play of it, I did enjoy-ish. I just thought, oh, the puzzles are too annoying for me. And that was my downside um, with, with Hitman. Yeah, I, I, I'm quite similar, except... I don't usually like stealth games, so mm. <laughs> I have tried out Hitman. It's I watch it on stream. Like I do watch speed runs of it because I find it entertaining. Yeah. But uh, and it's amazing that you can complete a level in like fourteen seconds or something. You know, it's just, it's just mad. But yeah, I, I like it's one of those games that you just have to appreciate, like because it, the yeah. the more and like you say, you can't just shit at a level. They no. these are so intricately planned. Um. Yeah. It, Terrific game by all accounts. It's just yeah. uh, it, it suits a certain type of person, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. 
the one thing I would say about Hitman Three, I don't know if that's the one you played, Donnie, but they actually did make that more accessible. Like when each level when you go into now, they do have like an information bit, and it tells you so you can like you can follow a set routine, which basically is like an objective markers to take people out, and What's... then. What's the uh, one then when you, you, your your first level is like a you know like a cruise ship, and the second level you're at like a like an artist like a big party going on in Paris. I think it might be Paris, like a big party going on, and one of the kills you can get on top of the rafters above. Mm-hmm. I think it must that's, be is that, is that that's two? Hitman One. Hitman One. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I'll maybe uh, try it three then, if that's the case. I maybe will. Well, well, to be fair, the way they've done it, so Hitman One was episodic and so when it first came out that prologue where you're in the boat and it's sort of a simulation mm-hmm. that's that is there for the start of all three games ah, okay. and so they released uh the the levels for hitman one every two months or something like that uh, then when hitman two came out you they released that as a full game but you could also play all the hitman one levels within hitman two and they all benefited from the updates that Hitman 2 had. So when they brought out Hitman 2, you had reflections and mirrors. You had like a lot of UI, uh, sorry, AI updates. And those were transferred into the levels from Hitman 1. And you could import them. And then when Hitman 3 came out, you can import all the levels from both games mm. into Hitman 3. And again, you get all the upgrades and all the graphical upgrades and AI upgrades. So... Technically, if you buy Hitman Three, I mean, you do. I think you do have to purchase the other ones alongside it, but cheaper. Cheap, um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's almost like the full experience. Um, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. Cool. It, but I just checked my trophies, and it was Hitman One. You're right. Yeah, good that shout. that uh, that the uh, Paris level was good. Yeah, I think that's why I like Deathloop because Deathloop is a similar thing. You know, you, you need to kill A, B, C, D, but it tells you. You know, you figure it out, and it, and it gives you a map or, or a or a walkthrough of where to go when, once you've worked it out. And that's the kind of thing that I like. If Hitman had that, yeah. I'd be all over it. Yeah, yeah, certainly three does that more so, but not probably to the level you would like. I would ah, say, like a toddler I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we are up to number three, Ben. Ah, right, okay. Um, Sony acquiring yet more studios. So mm. they announced Haven Studios and they also announced the finalization of the Bungie acquisition that they previously announced. Yep. So, you know, um, the Haven Studios one, that's Jade Raymond's studio. Yes. Um, so they had funding from Sony in order to do a multiplayer IP for them. And they obviously have impressed and um this is one of those because they they're doing all they're doing 10 live service games in the next four years aren't they so this is obviously one of them and bungie are doing another one which is codenamed matter not like one matter (laughs) science matter um but but uh yeah so they're really buying into these companies and it's just it's just more talent being being kind of wrapped up they they previously got Housemark, didn't they? They have Bluepoint, yes. uh, Fire Sprite, Valkyrie. So Bungie, Nex- like, Nexus like, for the PC yeah, ports. Nexus. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. So that they they've been on it, um, and it's you know, there's only a limited number of these like top line studios that people can purchase up at the moment. And uh, well, Sony are definitely working away in the background, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm quite torn on. Every, you know, like you could say the, the big three buying everyone up because I think it creates it starts creating almost like a monopoly situation. I don't like kind of companies losing that freedom, but I suppose Haven's different story because obviously that that started afresh 
Mm. not for Sony, but obviously with Sony's investment. And what I quite like about this Bungie one is that Bungie isn't even going to be under the PlayStation Studio. It's not going to be under um, Herman Hilst. It's going to be completely a completely separate entity that's going to exist under the umbrella, but nothing else. And um, so that is very, very different, the Bungie stuff. And and I know obviously they're they're keeping that completely third party. Everything that Bungie make and release will go on every platform still by all accounts. So... Exciting times in that because you're right. I think Bungie's Bungie's expertise to these ten live service games is going to be invaluable because they are kind of oh, the yeah. kings at these sort of things. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with all these live service games because I've recently kind of gotten into this sort of thing. I was never into them before, and now I kind of am. So I'm quite interested. I never thought I would be. Yeah, I, I'm quite interested as well because live service games have never. They've always to me they've been like yeah they're very successful, but yeah. You know, they're not the big games that I usually go after. I play a lot of single-player games. I play a lot of different games all the time. I don't really have time to commit so much time to one game, get good at one game. But for the right one, I would. And things like people like Bungie, they excite me because they've smashed Destiny. The gunplay in that is fucking second to none. It's it's like Call of Duty standard in terms of the gunplay. Um, And they have you know live service that that's that's what they fucking do yeah like it's uh to to have that knowledge and transfer that over to and even have them helping out in some of these anything with guns and most games have guns yes so, <laughs> yeah so, you know <laughs> yeah, it's quite important, in the yeah. business so yeah good stuff yeah I mean, like you say, PlayStation making these 10 live service games like obviously not all of them are going to work but even if three of them hit and Massive. what you'll have is like you've got so much better chance of three of them hitting with yep. Destiny around, with, sorry, with Bungie around yep. to, because PlayStation don't really, without them, didn't really have that many studios that were not had done any it, success been there really done it. Yeah. yeah, so you've, you've got someone that's been there, done it, had to work out the kinks, like it's not like Destiny was ever without its problems mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, and you see you've yep. got a team that their input now could be invaluable. Yeah, or you would, that's certainly what I think PlayStation. Would well, be you definitely it definitely could be for something like I mean, Naughty Dog making The Last of Us. Yeah, one. It's like, you know, yes, it'll be, it'll look good, it'll play what, but they they had they don't have that expertise. Gunplay? They? No, they don't. No, you don't, you don't they, play Last of Us for the gunplay, do you? No, no, you don't. Yeah. Uh, you don't play it for that. You don't play it for the live service element. You don't. No. It, so you need you got yeah you got people with massive experience coming in. It's it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and seemingly as well, out of that $3.6 billion, a billion of that has been set aside for purely for retention over a 10-year period. So all those employees are all going to get bonuses for 10 years to stay, hence why they want them to kind of spread their wings and help out these studios. Yeah. You know, you know, because presumably um, um, oh, Gorilla are going to be making, hopefully, uh, a Killzone live service game. So again, well, can a Bungie help with that? You never know. You know, stuff like this is all these kind of up in the air, so... Mm-hmm. When factions comes out, I would be stunned if in the credits you don't see the Bungie logo for something. They would definitely <laughs> yeah. have helped out. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, number three, Donnie. Yeah, cool. So my number three is: Have you guys heard of something called Minecraft? I think it's uh, it's pretty big. Yeah, my kids are all over it. I- think i've heard about it. i've heard about yeah. kids though yeah you know, so. yeah, yeah. pretty big out. pretty big um so this month um minecraft creators mo young announced that they will not be allowing nfts on the minecraft platform and the quote they used was it's so that users can have a safe and inclusive experience and i thought fucking how good is that i just thought you know what that's so admirable to kind of to put their their customers their users before 
you know, before these 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 toxic um, NFTs. And you know, at the end of the day, NFTs are they are exclusive by design. They literally are. I've got something you don't. Do you want to buy it? So I just felt that this is such a such an admirable stance to take from uh, from Mo Yang. And you know, at the moment. You know, NFTs are although they're, they're they're kind of plummeting in value, but in terms of gaming, they're still they're still out there. You know, like Square Enix are investing heavily in it. Konami are all over it. You know, Michael Mumbaier and John Garvin are creating an NFT game, Ashenfall. So it still exists in a big way. So I thought this was really big news for Mo Young to come out and say, "Fuck off, NFTs." Definitely. That was a rant there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, it's it's good to see someone so prominent in the yep. industry taking Correct. that stand as well, because I think that will rub off on other people. Hope so, mate. Or, yeah, hope so, because uh, it's just yeah, I, I can't see the benefit in it. And it's funny actually. It's just like, I don't know who this guy is, but there's a guy that stays in my street further down, and uh, I've seen him going by the last couple of days, and he's got this new convertible BMW. I I don't I know nothing about cars, right? But this thing is a fucking weapon. It looks like something that you would see in Forza Horizon 5, right? It must have cost more than his house. But his license plate is like N4 NFT. No. And I'm like, now, maybe, maybe it's his initials and he knows fuck all about it. But I'm like, if that fucking car has been bought through NFTs, oh, well, well, money through <laughs> NFTs. And every time I go by, I've, I've noticed that I've been like inadvertently just sort of growling at him when I've went by. And now I noticed today when I was coming home, he's like staring back at me. And I was like... I've, I've not even meant to, but I've obviously railed this guy. <laughs> Quite I, think I think a lot of companies now, like their only response is to say no to NFTs, especially outwardly. Um, if mm-hmm. the whole market changed, then they probably flip because then it would be more socially acceptable. Yeah. The the thing that I NFTs, the only real value that I see with them in gaming is to create a secondhand market for digital content. So yeah to trade your your games yes because that's something that we're missing as soon as we go all digital cex no longer Mm -hmm. has a trade um and uh yeah that's relying on sales you know yeah yeah yeah. and and whether you call that nfts or it's just you know it's a it's a marker when you buy your digital copy of the game on the blockchain to say that is yours yeah that that is a that's a useful useful bit of tech and it's separate from what we're talking about in these types of games but there is a purpose it's just with the, the way that certain people are trying to monetize or alluding to monetization doesn't sit well with gamers and it shouldn't no. do you've got companies like well you, games like minecraft they come out and say it because i think that's the only thing they can say at the moment yeah mm. um and that's fine yeah <laughs> i like the fact that sony obviously with you know sony's got their, their, their new um their new reward scheme coming in people were questioning because obviously there's a reward with that where they're giving away a physical or not, not in a real yes. life physical, but a, but a physical, like a, like almost like a physical trophy, a reward. And people went, "Oh, is that a fucking NFT?" And they actually came out. I think they spoke to. Uh, I think it was. Um, oh, it's not Jason Schreier. I think it was, and said, "No, listen, mm. this, these aren't NFTs. We promise they're not. Um, yeah, they all will be revealed." Yeah, which I thought was cool as well to say that. Hang on, we're not we're not getting involved with this shit either. You know. Yeah. But it was it's weird that like again like yes that's the right response and yeah they're not clearly not NFTs but what. Gamers don't understand what the blockchain is. The no, fact mm-hmm. that somebody has said that, that somebody said, "Oh, is that an NFT?" Mm-hmm. No, of course it's not a fucking NFT. What you? So you don't understand? Okay, so you've been shouting about something you don't. Un- fine. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fine. It's. I'm not backing NFTs. I'm not saying they're good or bad. I'm just saying that most people shouting about them don't even know what the blockchain is. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, it's it's interesting actually. Been like, like you said, like there could be good uses to this. Like, see if that if they were able to like 
sort of leverage it to make a second-hand market for digital yeah. games or something like that. That's actually something that would be interesting. Like, I, th- I think if they explored something like that, but I mean, this this whole using it as pictures, I mean, I'm sorry, but Control-C, Control-V, I've got your NFT, get it up you. Oh yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's absolutely nonsense. But uh, in terms of second-hand market, maybe even selling it back to the company that, you know, that they, mm. they can have their own, supply demand market chain going on it's uh yeah, yeah it, it is perfectly possible yeah no there's definitely there's uses for it it's just there's always going to be the people there that will try and abuse it isn't there yeah absolutely yeah. craig number three let me That's you. Okay, mine is ea's inability to read the room uh, <laughs> in july i mean this is no 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 <laughs> Blockbuster announcement, EA, famously not good at reading rooms. Mm-hmm. But uh, this month, they <laughs> tweeted out, there are 10, but they only like playing single-player games. Yeah. Well, fucking fuck hell. you. I mean, yeah. imagine putting that tweet out. Like, How fucking a, tone deaf. <laughs> there's such a groundswell just now for yeah. single-player games. Like, I mean, you've got studios on Making them. I yeah. like. I mean, straight away. Like, I think it was about five minutes later that uh, Vince Sampella, who heads Respawn, he quoted their tweet and put a face palm emoji. He's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're literally <laughs> making you a fortune here. I, I just. Oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like. I mean, it was probably a. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was probably like a PR guy that put that out, and exactly, he's probably yeah. he's, he's, and he's probably in the line at the fucking. <laughs> job seekers are now like he's he's clearly been gone so i'm not saying it was e, this was ea's stance as a whole but how that managed to get tweeted because ah, that, that has to pass through that doesn't just that's, what, that's not a guy sitting on the sofa with an ea, EA t-shirt on going i'm gonna tweet out some shit that's got to go through someone you know a, you, you've got to ask yourself haven't you because you've got to ask what kind of checks there are on these things because ah, it clearly was just you know it could have been somebody going Ah, uh, this is quite, and then asking their manager or something. Yeah, this is. I know it's. Yeah, uh, this will yeah. spark. This something. looks funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it's like we don't really think that we sparked it, but oh dear, oh dear God, yeah. oh no, no such I'm thing sorry. as bad publicity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just that's the thing. Like it's not EA. It's just someone. Some dickhead. And, yeah. But yeah. It, but it's just it's probably just a tongue in cheek thing. Like I say, fucking stupid things. But it's just on a huge platform, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you f- you feel you are felt for him to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> see, see the thing is as well. See, like if he had been reading the room, like I say, he it could have been a she. I don't know who it mm-hmm. was, but uh, if they had been reading the room, like see if they had turned that around and said there are ten, but they only play multiplayer games. I don't think they're doing any sort of outcry. It's because there's such a defensiveness at the moment from single player gamers that feel that they're trying to be edged right. out. That yeah. I think that's why it sort of blew up more. Whereas if it had been the other way around, I think Photo just went, I dickhead. And then moved on. <laughs> but um Yeah, I think yeah. you bang on. I think you bang on actually. If it had been the other way around, to be equally in, in as funny in their eyes, mm-hmm. it uh it wouldn't have got the same outcry at all. Yeah, definitely. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep plugging on okay ben what's your number two um well we alluded to it before but the playstation stars loyalty ah. announcement mm. that's you know I, it's quite nice to see this because uh well, it's about fucking time yeah to be honest <laughs> well, yeah. yeah the microsoft have been running that scheme for ages i don't think it's marketed particularly well i don't think the microsoft one is marketed no, no brilliantly. um and maybe they don't want to because it gives away loads of free stuff but <laughs> but um yeah it's not marketed particularly well 
but but PlayStation doing basically the exact same thing. So you uh, acquire reward points by logging on, doing different things, activities, playing mm-hmm. games, and you get PS uh, PSN funds in your wallet. You can spend that in store. So effectively, like the Microsoft stuff. I was surprised when we mentioned this on our pod, like how many people use it. So we Kirk, who's on our pod, he obviously he bought a game. Uh, no, he bought a controller recently with it. Yeah, yeah, a few people. One of our, yeah. one of our yeah. listeners said they bought like four games this year or something. Right. It's like, wow, yeah. okay. I don't like for me, it doesn't, it's not something I particularly care about. I did do it for a while, but then I found it to be something I had to keep on top on. And yeah, mm-hmm. obviously it gets dropped. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, for people that stick to it, and we said this, uh, like it's fun for a lot of people to be doing yeah. those little things to, to earn stuff. And, and, you know, that's that fun is actually converting into cash. So if that's what you're into, then fucking right, get it done. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, this this is it's literally money for nothing. You're already yeah. playing games; you're getting something for nothing. So it's a it's a it's a it's a no brainer for you to sign up. And it, I totally agree with you, Ben, when you said that Microsoft don't market it well. I picked up a Series X two months ago, Craig. Two months ago. Yep. Uh-huh. And I have no idea how to even sign up for Microsoft Rewards, or if I'm claiming yep. them. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Never seen it, never been advertised to me. I have no idea what the reward scheme even is or where I access it. So you're absolutely spot on. Yeah, Kirk Kirk on our pod had to talk me through it. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> well, like, after this, this, you get with me. <laughs> every every day, log on to here, answer this quiz. <laughs> like, it's, All right, okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's that type of stuff. But it's not marketing. Well, I don't think Microsoft are particularly good at marketing anything, really. Mm-hmm. I think they're terrible at marketing Game Pass. I think they always have been. I, mm-hmm. I, it must be some, there must be a reason why. In yeah, the tiny of, little logo at the end of an advert well, coming to why, Game Pass. Why, like, why, yeah. aren't they, yeah, why aren't they in the middle of bloody United Liverpool putting... Yeah. Um, that, that is your your market. Yes, right. I mean, maybe they can't. Maybe they can't show these games. Maybe they're not allowed to mm-hmm. uh, show these games on adverts and stuff like that. But if you just put on a big screen in white letters or a black background, Xbox Game Pass. This is what it is. <laughs> this yeah. is the cost. That, that's yeah, yeah. fucking no brainer. Yeah, don't know it. Like people are still having to get it explained to them, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like that. Microsoft yeah. aren't very good at that. Yeah, definitely. I, I I've dabbled with the Microsoft points and. I did it for a little bit, like just some very similar to you, Ben. Like it's just trying to keep up with it. And now, anytime I go on Xbox, it always tells me that I've got points that I need to redeem, or points. I, need, yeah. I think it says. I think, yeah. it, I think it comes up saying points you need to turn in, and I'm like, I, yeah, you I, turn them. Yeah, you click a button to turn them in, then it turns into points. It's just it a, it's an unnecessary step, but it yeah, it's, it's like one of those things where you feel like you've done something, right? Because I need to do that because it comes up all the time, and I'm like, I forget how to do that, so I've just not done it in ages. Yeah. But like, I, like I say, there's a few people in our Discord, Alex from uh, Cross Players, like he got a controller recently. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. There's a few people that they swear by it. Like you can get, make some real savings out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Win, um, Winsky's got a few things, isn't he? I'm sure yeah, he said as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure when we talked about it on our uh, John, who listens to our pod, he. Set, he reeled off games that he'd got, yeah. Like, and I was like, and he was like, since the turn of the year, I think. I was like, whoa, Jesus, that's that's who that's needs a Game Pass? Lot of them. That's a <laughs> lot of money. So basically, you've got Game Pass, and then whenever you need to buy a game, you just turn points. Wow, this yeah. is that's the system. Nice, yeah. I, and I see with this PlayStation service as well. Like, I really liked like we spoke about them coming out and saying oh, it's not an NFT. Yeah, like I really like that idea of those digital sort of trophies or prizes that you're getting for certain things mm-hmm. they, they're, they're saying you look you what if you get to see you're the, one of the first thousand people to platinum yeah. ragnarok you'll get like a little digital i don't Kratos know hammer or something yeah. like i um and you can't sell that you can't get rid of that that's yours and only the first thousand people get it and like i don't know we spoke before about psvr 
two coming and how they might bring back PS Home and like if you were able to like display this stuff in yeah. your in your own social space, like I think yeah. there's there's a lot of possibilities for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to get too excited about it because a lot of the time there's stuff like this and I'm like, that would be so easy to do. And then yeah. Sony just don't do it. And so I've got a feeling that might happen. But I just I think there's there's so many easy wins that you can get out of this that yeah. it just it is exciting for the future depending on how they handle it. I want to click on something on my home on my PlayStation and it take me to like the little Astrobot room and I yeah. just want to walk around with Astrobot looking at all these things that I've done. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Like a little tro- a little trophy room you're like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I was one of the first thousand people to exactly. do that." And yeah, yeah, I did I did manage that and that. it's just cool. Like it's That'd be wicked. it's such an easy thing to do and it gets people invested in your ecosystem. ecosystem. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're right, and you, 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 I think you spoke about this last week, didn't you, about this very thing, Craig, and this sort of meta, as it were, that, you know, like, I can literally go on VR, I can go to your home, if you were, peek through your windows, and see your, you know, Ragnarok hammer, or whatever it is, like, other people can see that, that you've yeah. got that as well, and that's quite yeah. cool, it's fucking nerdy as hell right enough, you know, but it's pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah you, you just remember that you got arrested the last time you were peeking and i'm not above calling the police again <laughs> uh, so where were we is it donnie you number two now me on number two um so my number two is i'm surprised this didn't get more press than it did and that was cd project red share price falling 75 percent since cyberpunk launched so was once valued at eight billion dollars Europe's largest gaming company, down down to circa $2 billion. Now, still doing all right at $2 billion, but this is fucking massive news. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's despite Cyberpunk selling 18 million copies. Yeah. And that just shows you that, you know what? You can't fuck with people like they did. Because mm. that valuation job, that's, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. And I just think that my worry with that is, is then, you know, if you're at the top of, of CD Projekt Red and you're seeing this valuation, Where's the future investment coming from if that number doesn't pick back up? Where's you know where, where where's anyone going to properly finance things? Well, I don't know what Cyberpunk's budget was two hundred million, three hundred, whatever the hell it was. Is that going to come again? Are they going to get that same budget next time? Is the Witcher is the next Witcher going to be penalised? We don't know, but I just think this is big fucking news. No, I agree. I agree. That's that's a hell of a drop. Mm-hmm. It's a hell a, of a drop. It's a hell of a drop. Um, I skeptical me. <laughs> says that uh, CD Projekt have gone out there and pushed this story a little bit. Um, that I bet if you went and checked their share price now, it would be a lot higher. Um, Possibly. I, I think this is the time to buy in. Yeah. <laughs> if you, I, mean, yeah. I would imagine. I'm not. Yeah. Don't give any advice on that. Yes, but yeah, yes. <laughs> I would. Um, I would imagine it's a good time to buy in because at a low, like, is it? I find it weird. Like, it's a massive thing. What it says is perception is worth more than the actual thing like yeah. it may have said that there was an inflated price before and now it's below that but the objective value is somewhere in the middle yes but perception is such a huge thing because cyberpunk to all intents and purposes i think is is a very good game very like, good yeah I, I think it's very Brilliant. good i think now it plays very well and and i think um they they eventually have got to a position where they can get behind that if they pushed out DLC for it and it suddenly take on a, had a second wind, then that would be very good and maybe mm-hmm. that would push it up. It's a, but it does say that launches, and I think this is why people are 
delaying left, right, center. You can say the pandemic, etc. But it's not. Launch, it's not the pandemic, is it? Fuck. The you're launch right. is such a huge thing now. It is. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, even though on Steam, the recently recent reviews on Cyberpunk, it's all massively positive. Really, mm. really positive. Like the game has totally turned around. That game was the biggest failure that I I can remember. Yeah, and agreed. The, yeah, it just says the power of the people in this. Um, yeah, don't than, fuck with gamers. Yeah. Else. Um, which which actually is good for gamers to an extent, and this is probably good for gamers that it's happened because mm-hmm. it is warding people off that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We've again we've spoke about this many times on our on our uh, Discord as well. That if that if Cyberpunk didn't happen, we would have had so many bad releases since then. Mm. Games coming out two, three months early because they're under pressure from the shareholders, from their bosses, blah, 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 from Sony, whoever the fuck it is. And yeah, I think that has been a catalyst for everyone to go, holy fuck, we cannot do this again. Yeah, the embarrassment, the embarrassment of Sony pulling your game off their store. You know, oh. No no one touches, you don't fucking do that to CD Projekt Red. Well, yeah, you fucking yeah. do if that's a shit yeah. you release. And you're yeah. right, Cyberpunk is a phenomenal game. Now that it's fixed, yeah. now that it's patched, I still wouldn't give them my money. I would still go out and pick it up secondhand from CEX or Facebook Marketplace. I still think, well, do you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to give you my money. But if you've not played it, definitely worth playing it. Holy shit. Oh, Good God, game. Yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, to be fair, Craig, you got so lucky because Craig, I don't know if you know this, Ben, but Craig got it on launch on PS4 and it played near perfectly for him. He was so fucking lucky. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it PS5. Uh, I was PS5, so yeah. Uh, it yeah, was PS4 but... version on PS5. Yeah, to, to be honest, I, I didn't notice any, you know, I, I didn't have the problems that other people had. I mean, on the first day that I loaded it up, I was like, ooh, this oh. looks like I'm watching the old Blade Runner. Um, <laughs> but then the next day I was like, oh, if they patched this, because this is, this looks quite nice now. And I didn't get any of these bugs. I had one mission bug. That was pretty much it for me, the whole game. Um, and Pete on our pod played on PC and he had no issues as well. I think Kirk played it Series Series X. No issue. So it's different experiences, but we know friends of ours that literally played an hour, returned it, and was like, I, I'm, it looks like I'm watching furries. Like, what's, yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Like, this isn't acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. Was such a, there was such a varying degree of issues that people had, but obviously the large majority did have massive issues. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And that's, that, that's what, what buggered it but you're you're totally right with that see like if you if you've got a pile of money sitting about and you don't need you don't need it for a few years if you buy into cd cd project red just now i mean that stock is going to be sky high before I, just before the witcher comes out yeah like, i imagine so I mean, there's I, no you you couldn't possibly lose money yeah. disclaimer we're not condoning investments yeah just saying no. <laughs> we have no idea we literally have no idea it's okay <laughs> before craig fucking says it anymore yeah let's <laughs> go and put money in bitcoin you know. <laughs> buy those nfts <laughs> But yeah, yeah, just every t- every time Cyberpunk's brought up, like I just it just makes me reflect on it because like I had such a good experience. Yeah, with it. Like, same. I absolutely yeah. loved it, and like I, I, don't, I, I honestly, I think we could all live to be one hundred and thirty, and CD Projekt Red would not make a sequel to that game because I think I think <laughs> they're just yeah, it's it's too poisoned now, and that mm-hmm. upsets yeah. me because there was so much, there was so much possibilities in that world and i just oh, think yeah. that no matter what now they would be too scared to go back to i it. don't think they're going to do a dlc either and i was dead sure they were going to do a dlc mm. another thing that i think this has taught i'm hope, hoping that it's taught people is because do you remember when c uh, do you remember when cd project uh read they they delayed it for one month didn't they just before release mm-hmm. they delayed it for an yep. additional month and there was uproar there was death threats there was all this type of stuff yeah 
and it just goes to sh- like gamers yeah gamers suck. and yeah. and and i and i genuinely think now the perception is um what was it the other day that was uh delayed another another uh forspoken yeah uh there was forspoken in uh, the golem game yes the golem oh, game. Golem. yeah the other oh, day God, so uh, yeah. the, the general response that i saw so that was take the time you need and it seems yeah. like there has been a perception shift because gamers going fucking all in the paint and then this happened and it's like yeah okay there is a re- there's not responsibility on the gamers but do you know what you do like you should never do that anyway you should never fucking go that hard in the paint but just don't put like the pressure doesn't it doesn't work you don't get a game you don't get a good game yeah yep definitely. craig number two my number two is as dusk falls the xbox game pass narrative adventure from the just released what 19th of july yep yep i I haven't finished it yet but me and jess have played through four out of six chapters and i'm really really enjoying it like we spoke about this don't even we reviewed the xbox no sorry the yeah Yeah, yeah and I wasn't sure on it. I love these type of games. I love these, like, I love all the uh, Telltale stuff. So from that aspect, I was all in. But it was more the art style that I just wasn't sure about. Yeah, like, same. even in the trailer, I was like, Definitely. I think I might be getting a sore head here. And so that worried me about it. And so we loaded it up and thought, give it a shot, see how it goes. If it does start to nip our head, we'll just turn it off. And honestly, like, four chapters in, I think the art style is a plus. Like oh, wow. I, I know, I know that's maybe not the common consensus, but like I really like it. I really, really like it. There's, it's not. There's times you almost forget that it's like that, but at times when I do notice it, I, I really like how in that style they're able to convey like emotions on people's faces. And there is sometimes, there's a few times where like something will be said and the emotion that is on the face, you're like, that doesn't quite fit. But for the mm. most part, I think they nail it. Oh, and good. it's got really good voice acting. Uh, the story is dark. Like, it's it's willing to go places that I think a lot of other games wouldn't. And it really does feel like your choices matter as well. Um, like, I, like I say, I play a lot of these games and, and quite a few of them you'll get maybe a couple of, couple of potential uh, routes to go and you're like, right, that's the route if I want to be good. If I want to be a cunt, I take that route. Mm-hmm. If I'm not quite sure, I take that route. But there's a lot more grey in this where you're like, no matter okay. what I choose here, it's not necessarily going to be the best at ending, but I want a fucking punch in the face or a kick in the balls. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just I think it's so far, it's, it's really good. Obviously, with these narrative adventures, a lot does depend on how did they rack it up? Yeah. But so far, I'm I'm very impressed. Like to the point where if they did a sequel, I would want the same art style. Right. Mm. Um yeah, I know it... it has been quite obviously uh polarizing. Like some people don't haven't liked that. And um I totally get that. Yeah. But um yeah, for me it's it's different and I like that. Good. Is that experience enhanced because you're playing it as a two? Like how would you feel if you were just playing this through on your own, do you think? I think it's definitely better playing it with more than one person. Like I know obviously you can play up to eight players. I think it would get messy at that point. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um if you were playing with eight, because what you do is you make a choice and ev- so everyone will make a choice and it would go with whatever's the highest percentage or you can override it as well. But I feel like at that point you would 
inevitably at certain points be like, well, that's not the decision I would make. So yeah. you start to get taken out of it a little bit. Whereas me and Jess mm-hmm. playing it together, like it's been quite good because we will like a decision will come up sometimes and we'll pause it and be like and discuss what's led up to it and be like, well, what do you think? Well, I think if we choose this, then that could mean that for that character. And then you're almost sort of running through in your head and playing out scenarios and then choosing and then seeing how it plays out. So in terms of like couch co-op, I think it's ideal. I really like it for that. Yeah, mm. Good. I mean, it, it, I've said this before, narrative games aren't my cup of tea, so this has done nothing for me. But mm. the one thing that I do appreciate is, is is that I haven't seen anyone say anything bad about it. Like if everyone I know that's yeah, played true. it on our Discord and that are all saying loving it and, and want to play more. So for me, that kind of says, oh, I know I've got nothing to say personally, but fair fucking play. This game's doing really, really well. Good to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, no, the game pass has helped that, hasn't it? Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. People playing it, like yeah. I don't know who. I think there would have been that perception, like we're saying about how it looks and everything. I think that would it would have suffered. Um, but yeah. I hear nothing bad about it either. Same. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair play. It, it would. It definitely wouldn't have sold well if it had come. Out, if it came out as like a, a thirty pound game, it would not have sold well. Mm. I think because, like you say, because of the game pass, people have been willing to check it out, and it, it starts strong. And I think that is key because then it's just it's lured people in. Yes. So, Kirk, you're number one. Kirk, 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 yep. fucking hell, Kirk. Ben. I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Kirk. I can't do his accent anyway. <laughs> There's no point even trying. It's because I mentioned him earlier. Um, yeah, my number one uh, is following on the game releases. So this is a game that hasn't been talked about much. It's Endling. Um, Endling, Endling extension is forever. I don't know if you guys have checked it out. It came out on the 19th of June. Uh, of July, sorry. This. 19th no. of July. Oh, I, so it was first in a Nintendo Direct like ages ago. It's about the foxes where you got the, the fox and you got four cubs. And it's right. like a survival game. Right, okay. It's it's tremendous. Like it's a wonderful art style. It's uh, stressful as hell. I haven't finished it yet. I don't think it's particularly long, but I can only play it in short dosages because it's just stressful. Um, <laughs> I was playing it. It came out at the same time, Stray, obviously. And mm-hmm. I, it's like the rise of the animal games here because you've got Stray and I was playing that to completion because you're a cat. And then this one, you're a fox. And immediately the, <laughs> the emotional kind of heart is pulled away and you're like oh jesus christ like what's that and then it's just stressful it's a stressful mm. game trying to keep these cubs alive that um, art style looks um, that, i mean i'm just looking at it just now this looks fucking beautiful it's really way. it's really cool yeah. it's cool and it i i'm surprised because nothing nothing has been nobody's really talked about I've, this yeah yeah um and i was i was really surprised i was also surprised by the price tag because i think about pay about 25 quid and i was disappointed at that mm. um but but yeah it's a uh, I, I think it's really flown under the radar it after definitely. a very successful Nintendo Direct showing. Like in, it was about six months ago that it was first shown and it, I genuinely think it was the highlight of the presentation. And then it kind of just went cold and nobody's really talked about it. Yeah. And, uh, and it came out to a muted response. I haven't really heard much and I got it and I just, I think it's great. Cool. Yeah, it looks great actually, yeah. Yeah, You're absolutely gonna... right. Flown well under the radar. Yeah. I'm going to have to check this out. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I need to make more of an effort with the Switch. I really do. Like, it's... I just... I prefer gaming on a TV, and I always see the Switch as solely a handheld. And I know I probably shouldn't, but because of that, I tend to overlook so much stuff. And I know that I'm missing out on, like, games like this. Like, I was was listening to your latest episode uh, today, and you spoke about Bear and Breakfast. 
mm. and I'd never heard of that game. And I looked it up, and I'm like, "Oh, I fucking want that! That looks cool." Yeah, yeah. It was. I think it was like in a. It was in an indie direct or something. Uh, I'd never heard of ago. it. I'd yeah, never we, we sp- I remember that coming out. But this one, Endling, is on all platforms as well, and on PC, it's much cheaper than the rest of them. Oh, so, oh really? Uh, yeah. So if you go instant gaming or something like that, I think Endling's about fifteen quid on PC. So that's probably the way to go. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's it de- but it definitely I've got it on Switch. It definitely works best on Switch for me. And I see the Switch as a handheld console, and I, I love handheld gaming. Same. So I love handheld gaming though. It's that's my preferred method. That when I get my Steam Deck, that for me that's that's it. Like I, <laughs> game always over. be handheld. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I dual wield. I always have something else going on. I always have TV mm-hmm. or film or something in the background. Yeah. I just like to I don't like to be fully just on one thing. So yeah, Switch for me. Yeah, I need I need to get on it more. I definitely need to go on it more. Like you say, the Steam Deck. I'm so I'm so intrigued by that. Like I was talking to Punk recently. He's got his through. And, oh, has he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want mine. I know, but I haven't even pre-ordered it. But I'm like, I'm so jealous. I was like, I was like, you need to tell me everything. Tell me everything <laughs> about it. Like he's like never getting Red Dead Two, and I'm like, oh, imagine playing that on the go. Yeah, but yeah, just. Yeah, I I need to make I don't know. It's just it's so hard to keep up with everything. But I yeah. know that like I think with the Switch you get a lot of shovelware, but there's so many gems in there as well. And like yeah. you say, like I'm gonna have to check out this game because it just it sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you say, and for especially on the go, like there's games that are just suited to that, and just mm. th- that is the definitive way to play it. And yeah, I uh, know that sounds really cool. Okay, Donny, number one. Yeah, so my number one is going to be short and sweet, and it is the release date of my most anticipated game of this year, and it's a little game called Skull and Bone. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> November the 9th, mark your calendars, the Ragnarok release date. And fucking buzzing, okay. I just can't delayed. wait. Until it's not delayed anymore, my friend. <laughs> it's coming November the 9th. It'll be there, and it's my it's, it's a game I'm looking forward to most this year. I can't fucking wait for it. And so getting a release date, finally, magic. Just wish that release date was the 11th. <laughs> We've, was. Yeah, me and yeah. Craig have spoke about this behind the scenes. I firmly believe, because Friday is Sony's release date, I firmly believe they looked at that day and went, we'll wait, we'll wait, mm, let's not be shady, and they Live. pulled that back. They don't, Sony do not release games on a Wednesday. I agree. I agree. Like, yeah. th- and then, They've been the bigger they- men. Then Probably. there's a rationalization around like language and all this kind of fine, yeah. But yeah. they didn't want to they didn't want to go no point. They didn't want to direct fuck you. And Correct. that's yeah. yeah, it's fair enough, but everybody wanted to see it. So yeah. <laughs> like, I, I love Xbox as much as the next guy, but yeah, you know, it's yeah, it would have yeah. been so funny. It would have been yeah. so been. funny. But I I totally get it at the same point. Like, I mean the the argument I made for it was like people there's people at Bethesda that would have taken that personally. Yes. And yeah. With the amount of movement you get in the industry, you don't know two years from now, Naughty Dog might be trying to hire someone, like, do you know what I mean, a gorilla or just Sony in general, they might be trying to hire different people who might be holding a grudge and going, no, you know what, fuck you, because yeah. you were an asshole back then and yeah. I don't want to fucking work for you. But obviously, last night you've got uh, Big Phil putting a tweet out saying his most anticipated game is is God of War Ragnarok. And you're like, that's the fucking head of Xbox saying that, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, so like at the moment, there's a real feel good factor. Although, although our 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 peers are, you know, the gamers, we're all toxic as fuck at the moment. But certainly, the guys at the top are are playing nice and playing fair, and it's quite refreshing. Yeah. No, I was just going to say I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have been able to stop myself though. If it was me in charge, I'd have been like, ah, same. I'm, I'm too much. I'm too much of a dickhead. I'm the same. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you've put a good rationalization on it though you're, you're right like they it for for a cheap for a cheap laugh amongst the hardcores or whatever it's not really not really worth it but i i like the fact that they must have called up for spoken and said would you mind uh <laughs> and they went oh no yes, oh no what a shame God for that oh, oh no we really didn't want to move no. oh you don't want to move no no we do that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can we come sooner no <laughs> yeah so but I, i'm not really um i'm for me, like God of War was a, I really enjoyed it when I played it, 2018. But, I'm um, glad you said that. You're getting cut off there if there was some negativity coming. <laughs> no, it's, and know. I'm not, I'm not negative. I'm just <gasps> not hyped. Um, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely like, I'll buy it and I'll, and I'll play it and I'll probably absolutely love it. Like, I'm not one yeah. of these guys that's like, oh, God of War, what the fuck? No, absolutely not. Like, I loved the last one. Good. But it was, but it was definitely, it did definitely go Last of Us 2, Spider Man, then God of War for me. Oh. So, so. Uh, the, the hype and i just think it's going to be the same thing i couldn't play god of war for a second time round. like i tried and i was like whoa i can't be asked for this so i don't want it to just be more of the same and i know it will be mm-hmm. so you know i'll play it i'll love it but at the moment i'm like yeah not as hyped as everyone else i'm in the minority, I'm in the minority. <laughs> much in the, well uh, yeah i think you're in the minority yeah yeah. You're in a minority, but you're definitely a man after my own heart. I, yeah. famous, I famously never even included the uh, God of War 2018 in my top ten that year. Oh, that's rough. Ah, yeah, fucking. <laughs> so this is what this is what I'm contending with every fucking day, Ben. You know, this is what I've got to up with. That's, that, that's rough. I mean, it, it wasn't game of the year, but it, but it, it fucking was, was game of the year. By the way, I'm just saying fact. You know. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, God of War. Mark your calendars. Enjoy it. Yeah, I'm. I'm currently. Well, I say replaying, replaying slash playing oh, the 20, yeah. 2018 game at the moment. Uh, when it came out, I got I got about ten hours in. I just had enough. Um, it, it was great. It was great, but I just I didn't feel the need to continue. So with Ragnarok coming, I'm going to make sure I've got 2018 finished. Mm-hmm. Finish it, or if you don't finish it, I'm not going to make any spoilers. If you don't finish it, go and read because they because the ending, what's going to lead is is superb. Especially if you've you know know anything about any kind anything Norse or even watched any of the kind of Thor films, so yeah. I would say read yeah. the ending if you don't get a chance to play it because it's fucking real. Holy shit! Didn't see that coming. No, I definitely, I definitely will. But I, I, I don't know exactly what happens at the end, but I've got an idea. I've, mm-hmm. I've heard people saying certain things, and mm-hmm. it's not something that excites me. I know, I'm in the, <laughs> I'm, I know, I'm in the minority <laughs> with that. But I mean, I'm literally the guy. I mean, slight spoiler, but there's. Uh, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, there's a certain place you go to, and I nearly just put it off at that point. Right. So that's, that's my... Fair that's enough. My, that's my thoughts on that area. Moving on. <laughs> well, we've got a strong minority here, I think. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I'm <laughs> fucking odd man out, or what? Jesus. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just par for the course. <laughs> Speak, speaking of par for the course, my number one is becoming the champ. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Becoming <laughs> becoming the golf champ. That better not be your number one, by the way. You better be changing nah, this. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. If I, if <laughs> we we do a golf tournament once a week uh, on PGA Tour Two K Twenty One. If I don't be wrong, if I'd won this week as well, and I was the champ, champ, then we'd be having a different discussion. But I had to, <laughs> I had to relinquish my title after one week, so I'll I'll, I'll refrain. But it had to be brought up. I'd quite like uh, you to play Eddie on our pod because he he plays that game. A lot. Oh, does <laughs> he? Right. A lot, a lot. Oh, yeah, you, should yeah. t- you should tell him to jump on then. It's, we've got a society set up and you've got a week to play your round. 
And oh, uh, that, it, I, I'm sure he'd be well up for that, you know. If he's that yeah. good, though, he can fuck off because I'm normally I'm normally <laughs> in the top two, so I, I'm you know. Oh, but, this this is something. I think he. Yeah. Say to him, eh? Uh, Donny's normally in the top two, but famously has never won. <laughs> I won the week one. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, it's a fucking practice round. <laughs> and I'm fucking, I'm romping this week, by the way. Uh, fair play. See if you come in this week and you beat my score. Because even Callum, Callum's our resident pro. And it, it, even Callum didn't beat me this week. So if you beat me, fair fucking play. I will, um, I, I will admit that publicly again. No, I've lost the hunger, mate. I'm just I'm playing, <laughs> there I'm it playing, is. I'm There's playing, excuses. but I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really, my heart's not in it. There is excuses. I, I think Grumpy Gamers are going to come in here and do some damage. <laughs> he uh, should. Eddie, he Eddie should. is stupidly talented at every fucking video game. I hate it. Oh, but, uh, He'll definitely yeah. win then. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So what um, is real number one, by the way? My real number one is Severed Steel, mm, which oh, is yeah. a game that I didn't even fucking know existed two weeks ago. I really didn't. Like, I'd never heard of it. And we, one of our reviewers uh, hooked me up with a code, said, look, you need to check this game out. It's really good. And I thought, okay, okay. Downloaded it. Didn't really know much about what I was dealing with going in. And holy fuck, this game is good. It's a first-person shooter. Uh, I would say inspirations would be Max Payne, Super Hot, Pistol Whip, Doom yeah. 2016, like... Dishonored, uh, Deathloop kind of vibes? Um, I suppose maybe, but I, I, well, I, I always play those games stealthy, so mm. not... It didn't... I didn't get that from it, but okay. yeah, some, pe- some people maybe would. Um, but it's just... It's fucking brilliant. It's so good. Like, one of my favourite mechanics in all of gaming is bullet time i love it it's just endlessly fun it really is and this game is one of the best uses of it that i've seen to date um so you play as a female character with one arm uh our other arm has like a cannon on it and so you can't reload any of your weapons but you start with a weapon whenever the clip's empty you just fling the gun at the enemy pick up another one you can loot guns out of enemy's pockets as you flip in slow motion over them uh it's first person i should have said that as well but it's it's so cool it's all about chaining moves together and so you fuck yes you've got Mm -hmm. like a slide you can wall run you can dive and when you're in the air jumping you can perform flips um one thing that I thought was really cool as well is there's a, quite a few of these games and they are brutally hard and this has the ability to be brutally hard, but you can also customize it exactly how you want. So you can move it down to a mode if you want where you get unlimited bullet time if you just want to have fun. Like you can just, you can do that. Like and in the normal mode, you have to build up bullet time by getting kills and then you can only use it for a certain amount of time. But if you want to just go, you know what? Bullet time's fucking awesome. They, let, they just let you do that. Uh, and so if you don't have it on that, what happens is you while you're doing the called stunts, you can't be hit. So it encourages you to m- mess with the moves. So you can like chain like a... You could come into a room, see an enemy in front of you, run, slide, and it's basically like a football tackle. And as you take the enemy out, you can then counter that into like a dive shoot two more people then shoot the guy that you've just uh, slide tackled in the head and the more you chain this together obviously the less damage you're taking and it's just the whole thing's fucking awesome it really is i can't say enough good things about it yeah we, um, we, yeah. we talked about it two weeks ago because we did 
obviously our new release section and we we mm. talked about it a couple of weeks ago and we were looking at this and we're like never heard of it mm-hmm. it looks fucking good like the the neon setting it's like it it's like like fresh off the heels of that neon white kind of game yeah and it, it's ah. that type of feel but just more first person shooter and eddie really liked the fact the non-reloading mechanic as well it's uh yeah it looks excellent that game it's yep. so cool, and like so, the the campaigns maybe three hours, but then after that, they do have, um, they do have a firefight mode, which is basically waves at enemies. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. you can like oh. customize it and stuff like that. And graphically, it's got like I'll be speaking out of turn this because I'm awful with this sort of stuff, but it's like voxels. So there's and a lot of the levels there's different. Like there's maybe like three or four floors. You can just take your can now and shoot a hole in the floor and then drop through it. Oh, sweet! Like. It's you can so you can like dis, the world's like almost entirely destructible as well. That's cool. Like, just honestly, everything about it is so cool. So, or even by the time this goes live, we actually uh, recorded an interview with the developer of the game uh, that's going to be in our latest uh, episode. And just Matt was a great guy. Like, I, I mean, this is his first game, the guy and. He was telling us about how he'd started off just part-time trying to make like an open-world RPG for his first game. And he was like, oh, I, should, I should probably... I should tone it down a little bit. I rein it in pro- a bit. I should yeah. probably lower the scope a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But when he, when he did that, this is what he's come out with. This is his first Fucking game. Hell. It's running at flawless 60 frames a second. It's so highly polished. Like, I just... I was almost in awe. Like... Um, it's a really interesting interview. I'm not just trying to plug uh, the, other, the other podcast, yeah. but I mean, it's how how he's managed to pull that off. Like, I just can't comprehend that someone, that one person could develop something like this on their first try. I mean, obviously, he messed about with some other stuff as well, mm-hmm. but for this to be the first game you put out, like, crazy stuff. It's this seems really, like a, really good. It seems like a great contender for something like PlayStation could pick up for their PS Plus. Like yes. It's, um, mm, yeah. it, it's one of those games that probably won't sell that overly well, well because it yeah. flies under the radar, but oh, it's yeah. actually legit really good yeah. and looks excellent from what I've seen and everything. And it, it seemed like it would fit in fantastically. With It probably wouldn't be too expensive and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. Uh, it's just, I love when a game comes out of nowhere, like, and it's happening more and more these days. Like, you'll sit and you'll think, oh, there's not really much coming out for the next couple of weeks. And the last couple of times I've done that, there's always been something that's just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And it's like, actually, this is really good. Yeah. And we're just getting more and more of that as people are managing to, like, we've had a couple of these games recently where it's been like solo developers. Like, I've not had a chance to play the finished product yet, but there was that bright bright memory infinite. Yes. Um, Yeah. That looks amazing as well. It does. And like, I I think that guy maybe did branch out a little bit and get some more people in. But um, obviously, when the Xbox Series X launched, there was Bright Memory and it was the sort of almost like a kind of prologue. And this is a longer version. But I mean, that's that guy's first game, I'm sure, as well. And by all accounts, that's fucking really impressive. Yeah. It's only a few hours long. That's what puts me off with that game because it's still relatively expensive for like a. Mm. and i've heard there's not much replayability but what it is it seems like when you're watching gameplay of it it's like jesus this the the gunplay looks good in gameplay like without even feeling the controller and stuff it looks it packs a punch you're like wow okay looks pretty fucking good i'd love to play that but it's again it's justifying the price on these kind of like two three hour games where there might not be huge replayability yeah uh, definitely the one thing i would say with uh 
bright memory as well. Like the the clips that I've seen, I'm like, this looks triple A in terms of graphics. It does like, it absolutely looks really impressive? Yep. I agree. Yeah. Next on yeah. Switch, so you get it on Switch. Get it on Switch. It's one of the better looking Switch games I've heard. Oh, it will be, yeah. But it'll be twice the price as anywhere else, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and 30 frames per second as well. Yeah, that's absolutely. True. That's, that's <laughs> Nintendo tax. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, Donny, do you want to run through the ah, feedback? Got some user comments. Uh, Dave and Dave on Twitter. So, we've got Dave Yellowbug69 and Dave Dave Wharton on Twitter. So, Dave Yellowbug said, The King of July was Power Wash Simulator. It's so addictive. And Dave Wharton said on Twitter, thanks to Game Pass, he's playing Far Cry 5, and he says it's brilliant. And I agree, I think Far, Far Cry 5 is a brilliant game. And I've seen game. a lot of love for Power War Simulator, by the way. It's yeah. very addictive, Jess yeah. has been on it quite a bit. And it yeah. just, I've not played it yet, but it does look, it just looks therapeutic. It yeah. really does look, I don't know, there's something, I played a little bit of Lawnmown Simulator, and it was a similar thing where, like, I mean, you couldn't fucking pay me at gunpoint to cut grass in real life but <laughs> see in the game it was actually quite it was just relaxing yeah so i um i've played a lot of power Wash simulator but not oh, now right. i i actually bought it immediately in early access uh, oh, so, on PC. <laughs> so i actually had it because i've got a um one x player which is a handheld gaming pc and right. it was the first game that i ever put on that i mean it's not a good pc don't buy it like don't buy a wait for it. <laughs> it's, it's more expensive and shitter. Um, right. But, but uh, yeah, I had a Power Simulator on it, and I don't know how much. I think the game has changed substantially. They've added so much more into it, but mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. I remember my girlfriend just being like, "What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you playing that?" I was like, "That's really nice." Like, oh my god, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I, no, that's legit. That's a legit question, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Cool. Uh, we Ryan says, uh, as dusk falls, same as you, Craig, it's the best game added to a subservice this month. And in a, in a rare turn of events, his uh, his pal Sweeney actually agreed with him. Um, who would have thought? Uh, yeah. Mutant on our Discord says, getting disconnected every time he tries to get into a zombie game. Screw you, Vanguard. I have no idea what the fuck that means, but he seems I, passionate about it. I presume there's a zombie mode in Vanguard. Right. It's okay. not running particularly. Vanguard <laughs> seems snake bit, doesn't it? I'll tell, not... tell you what, Warzone is running sweet right now. Is for it? me, yeah. we, we play most nights for a few right. hours and we've got right back into it. And uh, we were saying the other night, we were like, this is pretty good. This is much better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. I know you'll get comments now that say that's completely wrong, but <laughs> for us, it's going <laughs> fine. <laughs> and Callum on our own Discord says it's the new Pure Dead Gaming Discord Game Club. Hashtag shameless plug. And he's right, for, for anyone listening, we, we started a, a book club, but we also called it a game club. And we're all kind of simultaneously playing a game over sort of four or five weeks. And we'll talk about it on a Sunday. Um, it just started this week. So um, if you're interested in that, join us there. Yeah, uh, Detroit, Detroit Become Human. Detroit Becoming Human, yeah, was, is, is the first game, which I'd never played and actually really fucking enjoying it. And actually, everybody's enjoying it as well. You know, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, but we're all really enjoying it, so that's cool. It's amazing how many people had missed it as well. So a lot Again, narrative, narrative stuff's not my cup of tea, so I'm, I'm not interested in that. That's why I've not played The Quarry yet, and I'm not paying fucking 70 quid. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, narrative stuff not for me, but I'm really enjoying this. So I might actually dip into more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love uh, the game. Yeah. And the last comment was Fluffers on our Discord says the return to full Xbox mode for Wee Ryan is his personal highlight. There we go. Yeah, he did have a bit of a lapse. A bit he of did. 
relapse last yeah. night. He was he did. fucking absolutely ranting about PlayStation. I but you were fucking entertaining him at one in the morning. I just like to wind people up. I keep people, <laughs> I keep people on a tight leash. <laughs> <laughs> and that's us, Ben. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. That's yeah. uh, much appreciated. Before yeah, you no, dash off, give us all your socials. Um, on Twitter, we're Grumpy Gamers Pod, so you can contact us there. Uh, we're also on YouTube and Twitch, Grumpy Gamers Podcast. So we'd love a bloody follow. Just just pop on there, pop that little follow going. Yeah, that'll be superb. Yep, get it done. Yeah, thanks very much for joining us. This was really good. Yeah, yeah thank you very much. Thank you again. Yeah, good stuff. Good. Yep. Well, thanks everyone for joining us for the games recap of July. As always, you can check out all of our content on puredeadgaming.com. We are Pure Dead Gaming on Twitter, YouTube, sometimes on Twitch. <laughs> and also, if you listen to this, you are subscribed to Pure Dead Gaming on all podcast services. So until next time, thanks everyone for joining us. Thank you very much. Bye.